0: Beto O'Rourke was a guest on The View this morning as part of the relaunch of his struggling campaign, and he announced a bold move to increase his popularity, a brand new website, JoeBiden.com. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Elizabeth Warren announced that she will, not per- she will not promote Fox News by participating in a town hall like other Democratic candidates have done. In response, Fox News has announced that Elizabeth Warren is organizing a socialist abortion clinic run by undocumented immigrants.
0: Uh, Meghan Markle reportedly used to have a cat named Archie. She says she named the baby Archie as a little reminder to not leave him on an airplane.
1: (laughs) President Trump attributes the Red Sox. <laughs> That's the one. That's the ay. yeah uh, President Trump attributes the Red Sox current winning streak to their recent visit to the White House. It makes a lot of sense since after meeting President Trump, most people want to hit something with a baseball bat.
0: Uh, California's biggest utility company plans to cut electricity this summer on highly windy days to avoid causing another wildfire. In other words. Their plan for preventing a wildfire is to make everyone light a whole bunch of candles.
1: (laughs) Missy Elliott received an honorary doctorate from Boston's Berklee School of Music. After the ceremony, she took off her cap, put it down, flipped it, and reversed it. And finally,
0: (laughs) Donald Trump Jr. has struck a deal with the Senate Intelligence Committee for what is being described as a limited interview. Of course... Anyone who's ever met Don Jr. in person knows that pretty much everything he does can be described as limited. The Trump Report starts now.
2: You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of
1: TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin.
0: Yeah, Oh my gosh, I forgot about the new music. Welcome to The Trump Report. I'm Christian Blatt. Uh, we have uh, the whole gang here, uh, joined as so often, usually, by the one and only Chelsea Galicia. Hello there. And uh, on the other end of the desk, uh, m- my joke partner in cl- crime, in climb as well, uh, Tamara Brown. Hello. And at the far end of the desk, the one, the only, Scott Moore. Hey, guys. And a special guest in studio, uh, Alicia Krause, uh, f- the contributor for The Daily Wire. Thank you yeah. for uh, sitting here and being on our almost comfortable
3: couch. Yeah, it's, it's a little awkward.
0: Yeah, because <laughs> you, yeah, you have to avoid one of the three springs. Well, it's,
3: it's also like... Uh, This is not too much IPA. It's my eight-month pregnant belly (laughs) and Mm. my legs and heels. Mm. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's not well designed uh, for for. I mean, I used to do morning radio,
3: and this is a much nicer studio than that. So (laughs) thank you.
0: As someone who also did morning radio, I would certainly uh, agree. Uh, So there's uh, there's so much to uh, discuss, but I feel like I need to uh, start with something very important. Oh. Tamara, Uh-oh. how was, how was uh, Del Taco's imitation meat taco? Uh, oh.
1: it was, Just because we talked about
0: it like last week, so I, was, I, I saw you tweet that you had it. It was so, so good. It yeah. was.
1: I I, I thought. That they had made a mistake and gave me real
4: meat. It was, I mean, was honestly, so good.
0: and Chelsea, you're going to bet, what better review could there be than that? Like, I thought they yep. made a mistake and gave me real meat.
4: Yep, absolutely. I had it too last weekend, and it was good. I hadn't been to Del Taco or gotten eaten Del Taco since college. Uh, it took me back, some, which was like last year, fifteen <laughs> years nice. ago. Thanks, God. Um, yes, I mean, maybe well, that's, that's why because... Beyond Meat's stock is sitting at like around eighty while Uber is at, like, 40. W- w-
0: <laughs> that's it. that's inter- the interesting thing, though, is because the last time I ate at Del Taco, I was convinced that my actual meat had been replaced by imitation meat. So, mm-hmm. you know. It's no,
3: just... that's Taco Bell. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. you're
0: right.
1: Because Del Taco, yeah. even before the Beyond Meat, they were the vegetarian-friendly chain because they don't put lard in their beans, so when you order just a bean burrito from Del Taco, it's purely not, there's no animal byproduct in it. M- like, if you order a, bean, it? It? No you order a bean burrito in Taco Bell, no. it has lard Ooh. in it. I
0: will never be there. There's no lard. I, I can't eat it. <laughs> Thing without Lard in I'm it.
3: from the Bible Belt. I mean, it has to have pig fat and everything. <laughs> See,
0: now, now you understand. Uh, so, uh, so much to talk about. I don't even know where to begin. I mean, obviously we talked about the most important thing. With the, uh, the imitation meat, as it were. Hey, hey. What? It's, imita- it's imitation. It's repli- wait, is, is it not?
4: It's plant-based meat. <laughs> what
0: is the dictionary? Is it like soy way, milk? Way, I mean, I don't, I don't, it's I don't the mean milk this, thing. I don't mean this at all. It just sounds funny <laughs> in my head. You're plant-based meat. Anyway, uh, so that. we're going to start off with, uh, with... I was just
3: going to look up the dictionary definition of meat. You,
0: the what meat is the it is Like yeah, cool. It's is literally
3: It is animal flesh that yeah. is eaten as food. So meat shouldn't even be... Be in the title. This That's is true. it's marketing they, genius that they include
4: meat in there,
2: right? Um, it, it's like how this
3: uh, is so the
4: animal agriculture is. Uh, position that well, these well, products should not be But that's like meat.
2: soy milk, and that was a whole thing that the dairy farmers were fighting yep. about, is that it's not really milk when it's not from a it, from And an it's why we and... have things called processed
0: cheese food, because it's not actually cheese. Anyway, <laughs> well, yeah,
3: welcome,
0: welcome to the dairy report. <laughs> yeah. Thanks to everybody. By the They're way, reporting. if this
3: show was based in Wisconsin, that would
4: have huge ratings. Oh my oh, right. gosh,
0: yeah. We, we'd have, we'd have the, uh, the cheese curd polling segment. We'd oh, have a lot don't of worry if you're
4: lactose intolerant, you're still welcome here. Yeah, no, no, we'd figure it out. I,
0: although you'd get kicked out of uh of this content probably uh there uh so one of the things i wanted to talk about was uh russia uh you know they're they're uh, apparently apparently there's still a russia now uh mike pompeo uh, talked uh to putin and uh you know they're trying to make sure that everything's on the same page because uh, things are getting heated uh, as, uh with iran now uh alicia i believe you said you saw pompeo speak just was it last week Saturday night. Saturday night. So uh, where was this, and uh, what did he have to say?
3: Well, I'm a nerd, so Mm. I was a Lincoln fellow at the Claremont Institute back in 2016. Are you all familiar with what the Claremont Institute is? Okay, so it's a Mm. a conservative think tank, conservative libertarian think tank. um, Much of... You know things you learn about things like John Locke and esotericism when you go there. Mm-hmm. So super interesting stuff. Yeah, I was the dumbest in in my fellowship because I was the only college dropout. Everyone was like an Ivy League attorney. <laughs> <laughs> so I was a Lincoln Fellow in 2016 uh, down in Orange County at Claremont McKenna at the Claremont Institute, and it was their 40th anniversary gala, and they honored Secretary of State Pompeo this year, and my husband and I. Used the excuse to dress up and go out and kind of have a date night and a free dinner, and he was, of course, the keynote as well. And he um, actually, the Federalist and a few other outlets uh, have put up tr- transcript of his speech. I was very pleased with how direct he was, even naming Putin when he talked about these are the things we're not going to let Russia do.
0: And uh, so it, it's a very, a very strong stance, uh, you know, that uh, we're not going to get pushed pushed around by. Uh, yeah, by... he
3: said. It, I mean, he clearly said he doesn't, he's like, they're not going to be an issue. We're not going to let any interference in our elections. And he went after China a lot, too, as well. um, And talked about, we're not going to let China wait essentially steal billions of dollars from the Amer- american industries specifically tech industries because they keep stealing our tech and Russia and china are buddy buddy much like they are with iran and venezuela i mean you have those four nations and if yeah. you can get one of them in check i think it helps you with the other three well the interesting
0: thing about uh, the strong stance on china which uh, we'll talk about uh, momentarily is uh, unless i'm mistaken don't we still owe them like trillions of dollars of our debt they've bought up our debt so I feel like we probably shouldn't take any kind of stance to them for you know on anything. I think we just should Just let
3: them keep stealing.
0: Well, I mean they, they're not stealing it. It's like they paid for it. You know, they invested in our technology by, by buying our debt. But they're so flat. It's, it's you understand theirs. that they're
3: flat out stealing. Oh, no,
0: I do, but it's like they shouldn't have patented to steal. Ideas. it. Yes, idea. So I, I 100% so agree. So you're saying with
3: to it. pay them back, we should just let them have it. We should just it? let them have it.
0: Yeah. And then it's like, you know, I mean, I don't know. I look I think that uh, President O'Rourke probably won't take this stand. <laughs> I
3: just wanted to say those
0: words. I Tamer think
3: President that. Think that was has not been stabbed in his sleep by his wife. Doesn't seem... The things he says, but... Anyway. Comedy comes from surprise, and it yeah. seems reasonable to me. <laughs> <And> <laughs>
1: for...
2: The best face, though, that was great. Uh, yeah, no, no.
0: Um, so, but... What do you think? Uh, Do you think, uh, I'll start with Chelsea, we'll work our way down. Uh, Do you think that uh, Pompeo is taking a strong stance against Putin, or do you feel like maybe they're friendlier than they should be?
4: I'm not even sure that it matters, because if Trump isn't on the same page and says something or does something different, is in a different mood really who who cares he could be strong and i you know it sounds like i would have agreed with the things that he said but does it really matter unless trump is committed to the same position i
3: think you could if i may sure um i think that you could also look at the way that john bolton and pompeo are kind of operating in their roles a lot like how nikki haley operated in her role at the un where she was incredibly harsh specifically on the assad regime and the Putin regime. I use the word regime because I think that they're both evil dictators and they deserve that title. Uh, and you didn't always see the same rhetoric come out of the White House, but the policies that were implemented were pretty harsh, especially compared to the Bush and the Obama administrations. So I agree with you. I'm, I know that the Russian media, Russian government, Putin and all of his you know oligarchs are watching what Trump says and does. But if he backs up Pompeo by not reneging on what Pompeo says and does, there's our answer right there.
4: So, well, just like the president says all the time, we'll see. We'll just have to see. We'll wait and see.
0: Uh, Do you think, uh, Tamara, that uh, President Trump feels it's important to take a a strong stance against uh, Russia in particular uh, for for any particular reason? Do you feel... Do you find it disingenuous, uh, is what I'm trying to ask you, that uh, do you think he... You know, he's. we talked last week, he was uh, on the phone with uh, with Putin for 90 minutes last week, and I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure that they mostly talked about uh, the, new season- no, think- the new season of American Idol mm-hmm. and 90 Day Fiancé. I'm pretty sure that's what they talked about the whole time. <laughs> was
3: that before or after his hockey trip? Yeah, though? I was
0: just,
1: yeah. just going to say, do you think I,
3: that's why he oh, yeah. a, did not yeah. notice you the carpet? Beef, By
0: yeah. the way, you've, you've reminded yeah. me that, that that was media that I wish I had pulled. I, yes, got, that I is, completely that was forgot that I wanted to see that. So good. Uh, and, and before, you know, obviously now, and filibustering, but I feel like when there's a clip like that, it, it never shows up on Russian TV. The fact oh, of course
3: not. Somebody died over that. That's yeah, what I, was say. I wonder no, whoever I mean, put that red carpet down. Someone is now stadium.
1: in a yeah. Lock. Yeah, yeah. They,
0: they were rolled in that red carpet. Yeah. And, the entire stadium
1: the has been blinded, <laughs> has been mysteriously <laughs> succumb to some sort of eye disease that they can no longer see um so the short way to rephrase
0: questioned? the question is Tamara is basically uh how would you characterize president trump's relationship with uh, vladimir putin
1: oh uh i would say um what's their relationship wow. oh are they BFFs or just, uh, or just identical cousins <laughs> they're uh felix and uh What's the what's Oscar. the other one? Felix they're and Oscar, time. yeah, um, yeah, great guy, great guy, Putin. Um, yeah, that's that's so, what the
0: relationship is. So that, that you think that uh, that it's just a sort of a mutual like they're just like being guys, and and he just he like well look, I mean, I think President Trump likes being liked,
3: mm-hmm. regardless he, of who
0: it is, whether it's mm-hmm. whether it's Kim Jong Un it or it's Erdogan.
3: A hundred percent true. He does mm-hmm. the same yeah. even even with Trudeau. Like, yeah. who he called a sissy man or whatever. He still whatever. wants him to like him. Like, he still wants him to like him. And when Trudeau comes to the White House or Macron or Erdogan, like, he, it's everyone. He's just like, oh. He kind of becomes a chameleon in a way.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And And early on, China
1: was very good at using that to his advantage. When he did visit China and they literally rolled out the red carpet for him and had children... You know, waving, out of school and waving um, flags and saying, Trump, Trump, Trump. And he, they were
3: purposely doing that to stroke his yeah. ego. Uh,
0: they the did that you, to you the were,
3: Obama administration, by the way, though, too.
0: You, you misspoke, you well, by the way, Tamara, when you said that the kids were out of school, you meant out of the factory that they work in. I just <laughs> oh, want to, I've geez. been to China, I just wanted to pick that up on the, It
1: wasn't the country that he went to. I mean, it wasn't like the rural, oh, you know, okay. he, uh, so,
0: uh, Scott, we're talking a lot about the uh, relationship between uh, President Trump and Russia. Uh, do you feel... Let's put it this way. I'm going to ask it a different way. If you're Mike Pompeo, uh, and maybe one day you will be... Uh, <laughs> dream. We've already talked about you running for president, exactly. so who knows
3: what happens i be the next. 23rd you he know, is Democratic California, candidate. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're <laughs> from
4: California,
2: yeah. I mean... See? That, that, that's, uh, I'll just be the 23rd candidate. Yep. Do you <laughs> think it, it's worth...
0: Is it easier to make strong statements when you know that, like, it doesn't—it doesn't matter. I don't have to back them up. You know. Well,
2: yeah. I was going to say. I mean, and and until we actually see otherwise, it's more talk than than action. Now we have to see. Like we're saying, we'll wait and see. Like what happens with Trump, but um, but I think the the main concern is we still haven't really focused on the voting issues that we've, and that's it's everybody, all all the politicians. It's like we keep kind of. Skirting around it and talking about no collusion or collusion or this or that, but until we we're really collectively talking about how we're really protecting uh, the elections coming up next year, I feel like it is just more. Yeah, more well, t- they're,
0: they're just to interject, I was reading a story today that uh, they found you know some some more interference yeah, in, in, in Florida, Florida of yeah. course, because I, I don't know Scott. I know you're from Florida originally. <laughs> uh, should,
3: oh, you're a just, Florida man
0: originally. originally yeah, yeah. he's is, he is actually Florida man. Most <laughs> yeah. of those stories <laughs> are about him. They are usually about um, me. Yeah. Can we take away their voting just in national elections? <laughs> it's just because there's always it's they're always making trouble. Well, and everything's always so
2: close. So I mean, that's, that's
1: true. Well, mean, saying it so that close. way, yeah. Christian makes them sound like the little rascals. <laughs> kind,
4: kind of are Florida.
1: They're a
0: bunch of alfalfa. i so, yeah. sorry. What were you going to say, Chelsea? Well, I
4: was gonna, just going to say that Alicia's saying that Mike Pompeo made reference to the Russian interference mm-hmm. and sort of bowing to that mm-hmm. there will be none. Although I'm, I don't know if he. Gave you any details about how he planned to I'm do that? I'm pretty
3: sure that that's probably not class, uh, you know, information that's going to go out to the masses. But you
4: could but there could be, you could say, you know, we're fighting it on this front and this front, mm-hmm. and the, you know, I think
3: the biggest front that it needs to be fought on, and this is why I'm fine for. I'm usually kind of eh about subpoenas and congressional subpoenas, and they hold no like legal power. It's not the same as if you get subpoenaed to go down to you know, the L.A. courthouse for something, like a criminal case. Right, so I'm <laughs> like, if one of us but gets it subpoenaed, does. it's different yeah. you know, than if the senator gets but su- it, subpoenaed. But in the past four administrations, you've had members of the executive branch that have been subpoenaed, and they don't show. Uh, Eric Holder, anyone? Like, during the whole Benghazi investigation that went on and on and on. All of that to say, I'm totally fine with Mark Zuckerberg getting subpoenaed, because the biggest problem that we saw that has been brought up by Republicans and Democrats is the social media infiltration by hackers And groups in Russia pretending to be Americans left, right and center to sow discourse and real fake news on a social media platform that's used by millions of Americans. And multi-millions of, of people in the entire world. That's something that needs to be investigated and those private companies I think should answer to what are they doing to protect their individual users' privacies and what are they doing to protect the overall security of their platforms to make sure faux groups like this don't have the power in 2020 that they had in 2016.
0: Do you feel yeah, like absolutely. the, the yeah. concern over uh, Russian interference is the bipartisan issue that it ought to be or is it just the Democrats are being louder about it because they didn't win that election, or is, is I think you...
3: that they're being louder about it because they didn't win the election. And I actually think that there are some very strong voices ab- about the issue on the right. You, Ted Cruz has brought it up, Ben Sass has brought it up, Marco Rubio has brought it up, even you know, Rand Paul has brought it up. You just don't typically hear those voices on the mainstream media or over at Vox.com. I think when they're doesn't... talking about these specific right. issues, Sorry, I think
4: it doesn't register as much because they're not in the administration or considered close allies, like you know, Cruz and the president. Clearly, have a, you know, and, no, and I Rubio mean they're, they're definitely friends.
3: Well, someone these, that is an ally, Lindsey Graham has brought it up.
4: Yeah, Lindsey Graham has
3: brought it up a lot, and Lindsey Graham is definitely considered an ally of the White House now.
4: Well, now, yes, now, but, yes, he is. The
3: thing about
1: that is, Lindsey Graham, there's so many uh, versions of A lot of him. things that Lindsey Graham says overshadows any sort of agreement that I may have with him about whatever he said about. Uh, private interference in social media is far overshadowed by his meltdown at the Kavanaugh hearing, you know, so it's like, it's, it's things like that where things that I could maybe potentially see eye to eye with him on get buried.
3: But isn't that every person in politics?
1: No, it's (laughs) people like Lindsey Graham and Ted Cruz and Marco Rubio. There's a, there's a
3: lot of people, you're obviously coming from the left, but being someone that comes from the right, there's people on the left that I'm like, oh yeah, they can say something that I agree with. Like things on tariffs or Chinese you know, interference or Russian interference, I can hear what Bernie Sanders says about it and be like, yeah, he's accurate on this issue, but I don't agree with him on every other issue, but I don't think that that should discredit him on the one issue.
1: Mm-hmm. But that one issue that you do agree with him on is probably also given the uh, equally smaller media attention, just as you're saying it's no, Jesus I'm saying Grant that when Bernie have.
3: Sanders or Joe Biden says something about Russian interference, it gets no, headlines on Jake Tapper and Anderson you, Cooper. When Marco you Rubio agree with and Ben say it, it doesn't get the mainstream media headlines.
4: I have seen it. Yeah, I have. Well, Not to the same extent
3: that it is when a Democratic presidential candidate or uh, you know Nancy Pelosi says something.
0: Uh, in terms of uh, agreement, uh, just to jump over to China, uh, surprisingly... Chuck Schumer says, yeah, I think uh, Trump should really be tough on this uh, with China, which to me, I'm just like, he's he's playing some kind of game, right? Mm-hmm. He doesn't actually mean that. Or,
2: I don't know, Scott, do you think he actually agrees? No, I think it was more of playing the game because it's okay. like the more that Trump digs himself oh. into this tariff thing and, you know, taking thought- care of farmers means like, you know, it, it, it makes him look bad. Because we saw, you know, how the, the stocks did yesterday and, you know, so I think for him it is a game. It's like he's egging him on to... So you
0: think that? Uh, well, we've, we've already referenced the Odd Couple. So uh, yeah. we, we don't think that they're going to be doing a production of the Sunshine Boys at some point anytime no. soon. Because I,
2: I would, I would have bought tickets for them. No, uh, I mean at one point I might have thought they would have both being from New York State and and, and New York City and, and having maybe some similarities there. Uh, but yeah, no. I yeah,
0: I mean I so. feel like both of them know each other so well they probably yeah. both know like three or four things about
2: the other oh, it's yeah. like if I ever said this out yeah. loud you know you over. <laughs> and they're in the same circles to some degree for, yeah like, you know I mean but, Trump donated to his campaign yeah. Yeah. and hold fundraisers exactly. for him yeah, exactly. they're like, both
3: like that New Yorker yeah. style politician
2: exactly that's where the similarities are but I, I just think now it's so you think that he doesn't actually think that no. uh, this is the the right stance for, no.
0: for China uh, uh, let's uh, what do you what do you think, Alicia, about uh, this idea that uh, Schumer is at least publicly agreeing with Trump? Do you, are you like Scott? And you don't buy it?
3: I'm, I'm cross conspiracy corner for a moment. Yeah, yeah, I, <laughs> I'm like Scott. I'm not yeah. really buying no. it. And and I think that he it knows that if he ingratiates himself to the president. I mean, we've seen him do this with other things where mm-hmm. they're trying to make deals uh, uh, with the White House. Schumer was willing to negotiate. Pelosi was not. And that's kind of uh, Chuck's game mm-hmm. that he does good cop bad cop yeah mm-hmm. and it's kind of that good cop bad cop leadership that you see happening with those two specifically on the hill
0: uh i don't want to get uh, too bogged down in the uh the policy and the numbers but uh chelsea uh do you think this is a this is a smart approach to take on china the tariff. Mm-hmm. War. Yeah, sorry. I probably should have used that word at some point in the past twenty-five minutes. <laughs> or you could be like a
3: conservative and just call it what it is, which is a tax. Yeah. Sure, well, why? Yeah. That's
0: fair. We could call it a tax. Yeah. I, I
3: mean, why is that?
1: Why? Why is it a conservative? Want to call it a tax because it is. I, I, that's I've been wondering that the whole time. Why don't we call it a tax or anything? Because
4: only Congress is supposed to be able to raise taxes. So we give things so, that are similar but different a different name so that so you, you don't you need call it, and also, it
2: is, really is, is a tax. <laughs> and also international things like that. Uh, 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 you call it a tariff it's a something. Kind. In, yeah, I in wish. Domestic, that, I, I do wish
1: we would find another word because I do think this is this is such an important issue that even though. We're hearing about it in the news right now, but I feel like the uh, average person really isn't getting as fired up about China. And the reason is because I don't know if people realize what tariffs are. Like, I don't think it's...
2: Well, and uh, it hasn't affected um, them yet either. Yeah. yeah. It's also
3: much like, I think, a lot of the language of the Russia investigation People are like, yeah, I care about it, but they know knew, mm-hmm. knew nothing about it. I think that if you ask the average American voter, especially in the Bible Belt or the Rust Belt, mm-hmm. uh, you know, even Democratic primary voters, what do you know about this, you know, tariff with China? They're not going to understand it to this level that people, you know, policy wonks up on the hill do. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Larry right. Kudlow yeah. It's hard to break it down into that, you know, average American speak.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Well, 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 ironically, awesome. yeah. you know, Larry yeah.
4: Kudlow has said of Donald Trump that the president doesn't fully understand yeah. how tariffs work and probably he was referring to the part about it's not the Chinese that pay them when we put tariffs on Chinese products. It's It's we who pay them because when people import stuff from China, they generally pass along the increased cost to the end consumer, which is us. And at that point, when companies don't want to soften the blow, they don't want to take the loss from these tariffs and they start passing it down to us, then people will become very interested, um, and more eager to understand how this works and get upset about it. And I don't knows?
3: even know that they'll be eager to understand how it works. They'll just be like, whose fault is this? That's a good point. Which is politics in general, which is why the first person to the punch is typically the winner. Uh,
0: well, the people who are at least uh, somewhat aware of what's going on are the farmers, and uh, President Trump is uh, pushing for new bailouts for the farmers uh, because, uh, I don't know, I think a couple of farmers are going to need to vote for him if uh, if he's going to get reelected. So obviously, you want to look out for the farmers. Not that everybody shouldn't look out for the farmers.
3: And the farmers and the cowmen should always be friends,
0: right? I mean, exactly. Uh, the uh... did anyone
3: get that? Did anyone, Mm-mm. Scott, the, oh my gosh, Rogers and Hammerstein, guys. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so, Oklahoma. Oh. The I did, I did Oklahoma and, and I one
2: of, in middle school. It was yeah. one of
0: those ones where I'm like, uh, I, can't, I can't quite uh, place it, so I'm just
1: going <laughs>
2: to you know,
0: roll with it. Uh, so, obviously, uh, I don't know how, how important, important, impart, and impartial, but also important do you think that uh, you know an issue that directly affects farmers? I mean, is this these these are Trump's people? I mean, is that am I am I overstating something, simplifying something, Tamara?
1: The farmers are Trump's people. I suppose they. I mean,
0: I mean, they, they statistically, are are the
1: farmers Trump's people? I suppose they are, um, but I feel like they are facing other. Climate issues that may be uh, st- sort of drawing their focus away from um, things that that in any repercussions that they may have of um, tariffs might
0: right um, uh, well uh, alicia the uh, the idea that President Trump is going to you know take this money mm-hmm. from American importers uh, and he's going to give it to farmers. To me, that sounds like the redistribution of wealth, which yeah. I think is something that which is yeah. why
3: you have like hardline conservatives yeah. that are like, no, no, yeah, that's, this is not okay, and,
0: and uh, that, that's why that's specifically why I put it that way. So, yeah. uh, what do you think the reaction is going to be if if this is what actually comes to pass?
3: Uh, The the hold your nose and vote thing that it is, I think with a lot of Republicans and Trump, like they look at the overall thing instead Mm -hmm. of the specificity of these issues that the GOP platform is allegedly against. But then we keep sending guys to Washington DC that don't represent every bullet point of that same platform. Uh, And to answer your question, that that you tossed to Tamara, if i may there are lots of farming groups that endorsed donald trump and did help him win mm-hmm. in, in, in middle america yeah. in 2016 and um they tend to be kind of moderate old-fashioned democrat type voters which you also saw in a lot of those districts that weren't that are purple that they were able to elect democrats on the congressional level um in those same type of farming type districts because there's this niche um I think in a good way, because I think that's the beauty of the House of Representatives, that they're supposed to be more in touch with their individual Mm -hmm. constituents and individual districts. Those are going to be the people that I think Trump has to worry about in 2020 um, against whoever out of these 25,000 Democratic candidates (laughs) comes through. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's part of why he's saying, I'm going to take it from the bad guys because they're parts of the swamp. And I'm going to give it to the little guy over here. And he's thinking long term of how this is going to help him in his reelection campaign.
0: Uh, you know, and you mentioned it in passing. Uh, there, there is a, a new entry into the field. I, I believe his name is Sears Roebuck. Uh, something very close to that. So, uh, good for it. Congratulations. Uh, I was. Uh, this is not something I was planning on talking about, but I, I heard that. If there get to be a couple... Is that my computer? Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm like, the worst with the pop-up ads. But, you know, we've already sold, uh, I think, I a think lot I think you of,
1: said Sears, and that was that uh, well, Facebook uh, to, listening, right? And, and to you, be fair, you we've
0: sold a lot of tacos from taco ad. tonight, so mm-hmm. we might as well just get the commercials in there. Uh, I, I saw recently that if a few more candidates uh, qualify for those uh, those Democratic debates, I don't know, I guess they're going to have to do coin tosses or th- something like that, and I'm only like half joking, That not everybody gets to be a part of well, it. Well, they, the they are the going heights. to yeah.
4: create more uh, requirements that they have to meet in is order to right. get right. on the, the debate polling. stage.
3: 1% yeah. is what yeah. I understand it has to be. But that's if what it goes... the GOP did in 2008 and in 2012.
0: Right, and, and even so, there yep. were what were there sixteen? I, I think in some of the early debates in 2016. I, I think. I mean, we was...
3: made fun of ourselves back then. Y'all are going to be really fun to make fun of. Well, I mean, I there are so you're many people. I can't. Even, I actually don't even know that I could name them I, all. I, I can't and name I them all. And I work in the new, like, conservative yeah. news. Every single. day. I don't know mm-hmm. if this
0: room full of people could come up with all of them. Oh, that could be try. a fun game. That could be a fun game. No, we can we get only have, all twenty-two? We only have twelve <laughs> minutes. So, uh, here's the <laughs> thing: we wouldn't get it in twelve minutes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but can
3: you say Pete Buddha James? Buddha James. Is that Buddha?
2: Buddha Well, I've heard. Yeah, Buddha Edge. Buddha Edge. Yeah, like Buddha. See, that's edge. the problem.
0: That's what. That's and why then. he's like. He's like, yeah, Mayor Pete. But eventually, Klobuchar, eventually, you do Kelsey need to learn. Me. You do have to learn these names if you're going to yeah. actually vote for them at some point. And but it's yeah.
3: Kamala. It's yes. not Kamala. Yes. It, is. it is Kamala, Kamala. and yeah. I know that because you know she's our senator. But. So yeah. that's
2: three. <laughs> We've got Governor. Of we can't Montana. leave this room until we get them all.
3: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh God. <yeah.
1: laughs> well, Are we allowed to Google? Or? <laughs> no, no, no. I think
0: that would be cheating. Yeah, uh, but uh, so. You know, we were talking about Lindsey Graham We're before. nothing if
1: not bar trivia yeah. <laughs> yep. the
0: Trump Report. I mean, that would be fun, mm-hmm. do a whole bar trivia uh, installment.
3: I'll do that after I have the baby. So yeah, yeah, that's yes, so you can join. Game, and yes. then it'll be more interesting. All right, that's yeah. fair. Enough. Yes. Uh,
0: so uh, Lindsey Graham was uh, trending on Twitter. He must have been excited about that. Uh, it was the hashtag, Lindsey Graham resign. Uh, that was uh, earlier today, after the Senate Judiciary Committee uh, encouraged president trump's son that's donnie jr not eric uh to plead the fifth and not answer questions and i think that i'm probably just very naive and i feel like if you don't do anything wrong and you believe you didn't do anything wrong and somebody wants to ask you questions you should go answer them but chelsea i'm not a lawyer if you even if you didn't do anything wrong is it maybe sometimes still smart and i know you're not a don jr or senior fan Mm -hmm. Or misses, But still, uh, is it not smart to answer questions unless you absolutely have to because uh, of just how your answers can be uh, perceived?
4: When I came out of law school, I was like, oh, never talk to the police. And then as time went on, I'm like, that's dumb. So I can't even remember what it was that made me be like, oh, yeah, you just should never talk to them. Probably the case law that you read. You, but You, you always- watched Law & Order once. That's probably why. <laughs> you I always get the extreme <laughs> cases um, in, in school. But the, the bigger... Th- he can plead the fifth, sure, but to uh, to suggest, to advise Don Jr. not to show up at all, to essentially ignore the subpoena, to minimize the oversight responsibility that Congress has is just a, not a good look. It's not a good look for democracy. It's not a good look for you know how we're supposed to have co-equal branches of mm-hmm. government um, to say it's not a good look is kind of trivializing it. I think it is uh, it is a big deal when you have a senator encouraging somebody to ignore a subpoena.
0: Well, and in terms of ignoring the subpoena, Tamra, does it hurt that he literally has the same name as the president? You know, I mean, I, I think that uh, you know, it's just it's just bad for the optics. I think it's like you're also Donald Trump, you know, and you're like, yeah, I'm definitely not talking to anyone. Do you, do you think that uh, do you think that, that that has any more weight that he has the same name and he's his kid?
4: What? I don't know. <laughs> I was just asking no? you question. Yeah.
0: <laughs> do you think he knows what it means to, to take the fifth? Do you think he he went to the minibar and uh, looked for?
1: Johnny I, I, Walker. He probably needed to. He probably from. Uh, he probably needed to hear that from Lindsey Graham because he probably. I don't know. Didn't know that he has that option. I guess.
3: But um well, but his attorneys have negotiated the deal for him to go up on the
4: hill. He's not going to go in totally blindsided, right? And now yeah. they're doing a
2: private meeting. So I mean, it's. I'm
4: it's trying not to be
2: uh, public
4: just the, the optics of a senator saying, uh, "Don't show." Uh, I mean that it. For this country that's supposed to be, you know, law and order, and especially there for conservative <laughs> to, to be, you know, the party, supposedly, of law and order and following the Constitution. Come on, the Constitution. Follow the letter heard the heard of the law and the Sorry. Constitution. <laughs> I'm, I'm and then for them to be silent on this is just, you know, mind-boggling to me. Because, again, we are supposed to have co-equal branches of government per the Constitution. That's not per any supreme judicial activist on the Supreme Court saying that. It's what's in the Constitution, uh,
0: Scott. We know you're very active on Twitter, uh, and often mm-hmm. we talk about your uh, interesting back and forth
2: with mm-hmm. Mitch McConnell. And <laughs> who oh, else? I'm gonna go follow <laughs> you. Know. Who else do you talk to? Well, does
3: I, he ever reply?
2: No, but well, I'm cocaine, hoping his social media reply.
3: Cocaine Mitch doesn't have time to reply. I know. To you. It's, it's rude. A,
2: it's, I know. It's, it's just. Just insane, uh,
0: but uh, so. But my question about you being active on Twitter: uh, Did you use the hashtag Lindsey Graham resign I, earlier I today? I did not.
2: No, but and so
0: that doesn't seem like you. I figured <laughs> you would have found a way to tweet about something else and be like, "Oh, and by the way, hashtag
2: Lindsey Graham resign." But yeah, exactly, and just throw it in there. But yeah. I, but you know, honestly, kind of going back to to what Chelsea was saying, but the importance of, of having this this separation of the co equal branches is that at some point when the tables are turning the other direction, it's like we're just setting a bad precedence which we talked about before, you know, when when um, Harry Reid first opened the door with the Senate rule changes that then Mitch McConnell took to another level. And now you see that with Donald Trump with the presidency and the executive branch is like, now what are Democrats going to do when, when it's turned and uh, when Republicans are controlling the, the House and, and telling a Democratic president, you know, they want to be subpoenaed for all these different things in their administration. And so it just sets that that tone now for future presidents and the executive branch and and it's just a dangerous presidents that we're going down a road that we, you know, would hopefully not be doing. But, um, and, and that's what I think about is just the, those, the, the rules that we've always had in that. And, and, Sort of that decorum that we've always had is is going by the wayside, and and it started in the Senate, and now it's it's moving over to the presidency, and it's you know you're doing away with
4: decorum is one thing, doing away but, with the Constitution is kind of another. And but I, that's
2: what I mean, like that's that's but now the argument that you're
4: it. making, Chelsea, is an argument that
3: that Republicans were making during the Obama administration. I mean, I think what Scott is more eloquently saying than I'm about to is shoe meet other foot. That that this is something that it should be concerning to all Americans across the aisle right. how people on both sides of the aisle are. Behaving because it tends to be that whatever party is in power does what's best for them and their party, versus adhering to those co-equal branches of government and adhering to the principles of the Constitution. But well, I mean, Wait, we can't quick, go
4: backwards in time. Ta- I mean, we're talking right now about this specific, you know, incident, and so what. What never, you know, helps, I, I see, is like, well, this person did it too. And, I mean, it, we go back to sort of the playground of who who did it first. And I kind of feel like, you know, the annoying mom right here is, I don't care who started it. Oh, I'm ending it, you know. And I think that that's somebody has to be the grown-up and say, okay, enough. I can maybe get away with it well, because I mean, the people before me have. But it's the wrong thing well, to I do. Well, I think
2: it's, it's also people before, but I feel like it's just getting worse and worse and worse. And now social media is amplifying it in the background and people get frothed up and – you know, it gets more and more extreme. And so it, it started, but it's, it's continued to get worse and worse. And so it's kind of like, where well, is that going to I camera? Can I just yeah. have
1: an example? Somebody, All of you can throw out examples of in the Obama administration when Democratic uh, congressmen would be suggesting um, things that go against the Constitution?
3: uh Joe Biden, Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi. Well, those are names. (laughs) I could go back and list numerous examples during the uh, Benghazi administration, during the Benghazi investigation, during the IRS investigation, when they said that they had no right to pull in people from the IRS offices or other executive branch members. Eric Holder and Loretta Lynch were told by Democrats, "You don't need to come up here; it's a dog and pony show." Uh, I can't remember specific congressmen and senators that said that, but it was people that you would recognize if I like picked up my phone and Googled them. It's something that well, and I'm I don't, not I don't saying it doesn't matter our, who. Oh, I'm, because I'm, they did it. Our side can do it now. I don't like that argument either. I'm just saying that typically I'm history does asking, set a precedent and the people in power, like Scott was saying, are like, Well, the other guy did it, so I'm in power yeah, now I'm, and I'm I'm keep just doing
1: asking it. to make sure that they're equally um consequential. Consequential, but also equally. What, um, but what in, you might think
3: con- is consequential is something that I might or people on the right might not think is as consequential. I guess I'm because- saying
1: I'm I wondering if, if was there like an obscure representative that nobody had ever heard of suggesting we shouldn't bring in these um, any representatives from the IRS during the Benghazi era. Versus Mitch McConnell or saying you no, know it was we people like
3: Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer who are names that we've already mentioned on other issues that are still in y- leadership. so
1: what what exactly had I mean we don't I don't want to waste well, too much I mean, time I mean, on I mean, this but we've sort, sort of characterized what they were example. talking
0: about I think we've gotten an example because to that me it, it doesn't happen.
1: seem equal grounds.
0: Of, uh, this isn't what I was planning to talk about, but I specifically want to ask you, uh, Alicia, is because uh, this has come up a few times. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you talk about the sort of like, oh, if it happens to us, we feel differently. Do you think, this is a very hypothetical, I'm not talking about 2020, if there's a presidential election where Democrats win the popular vote and finally, uh, sorry, it's the reverse, where Democrats get the electoral college and then the Republicans are finally like, hey, wait a minute, we." do you think that there would actually be a conversation if it happens to both parties? No. Because uh, that's what I was just wondering what you thought. I think that
3: it. if it happens in 2020, which I don't think it's going to, but if it were to happen in 2020, you always have the diehard, hardcore Donald Trump yeah. can never do anything wrong people. That would use that argument, but I think that the majority of conservative media and conservative politicians, even the Republican Party, would be like, "Okay, we lost it." Yeah,
0: and to be fair, it's like there are just it sometimes gets thrown out. It's not like everyone on the left is saying that we should abolish the Electoral College. I would love Um, to talk about
4: Elizabeth Warren if we have a chance. uh, I just team. want to know what you
3: guys think about, like, superdelegates and stuff. I mean, I, I, I mean, feel like that's a... That's... I'm wondering if you, if Democrats well, are going to go to a brokered convention. Well, uh, as... Yeah,
0: it's going to be interesting. I mean, as uh, uh, Chelsea, when we did this show as Trump versus Hillary, you were uh, obviously a very vocal uh, Bernie supporter, and you, you obviously still like Bernie. But, uh, I mean, there's a lot of indications that uh, that nomination was... Stolen from yeah. Bernie. I mean, it's I, I'm sort of like soft selling it, but uh, so do you think that the system is fair, at, or is it going to be if they decide? I'm just going to say Joe Biden. But if they decide one candidate is like, well, this is who we have to go with, they're going to make sure that they rig the system, and that's who gets through. And it doesn't matter who people vote for in the primaries. Well, there
4: were supposed to be changes after sure there you were. know the last time, yeah. and I remember yeah, and the that National there were some-
0: supposed to have the designated hitter now too. But you know, if the things don't happen, that's for you to. Uh, uh,
4: I don't know. That's one of the the fewer things that that I care to to discuss which for me what's more important because if the the public opinion public support for any candidate is is too strong and then the super delegates go in another direction that's just going to be a mess for the dnc so they're, they're already sort of skating on thin ice with their own party so um i mean i hope things turn out more fair but i I don't know what I think is most important now is that people get a chance to be heard, and that people like Elizabeth Warren get to choose or not choose not to go on platforms like Fox News. And I, I think it was a, I, I'm like good for her to take the stand that she did and not show yeah, up. I mean, Although I'm still it, supportive well, we, yeah, of Bernie. We only have
0: a minute, so yeah. uh, the thing that I want to say about that is. Uh, Elizabeth Warren going on Fox News, you're going to be exposed to an audience that has a, a, a preconceived impression of you. There are going to be a lot of people that don't vote for you that might tune in. You might actually convince people to vote for that you. That was Bernie well, Sanders' well,
3: argument. right? Yes, right.
0: I, 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 I said on the show, I thought yes. it was great that Bernie was smart enough to go on there. And then, of course, I don't know how many you know how many conservatives you heard saying this. They felt like he did, they uh, it was Brett Baer and uh, Martha McCallum, I think, mm-hmm. that they were a little easy on Bernie. Was that I know we're in limited time. I
3: haven't heard that. Yeah, well, I, I mean, if anything, I, I think that Brett Bear is the most balanced. Like Brett Bear and Jake Tapper are up there as my two favorite actual news acres that seem to be unbiased and do a very good job. Yeah, I think
0: when you're somebody, uh, when you're somebody like Brett Bear, and you're if you if you ask unfair questions to to anybody, regardless of what little letter in parentheses is next to their name. I, I think you're doing your job i, mean,
3: I also think that you know uh, elizabeth warren said she didn't want to make fox news money i mean it's it's a play it's a play to her base right mm-hmm. she also right. said that they were conspiratorial and racist and i was like hmm for a really long time you could have said made the same argument specifically with relation to anti-semitism about al sharpton being given a show by msnbc for years yeah but I she mean, had no problem going on msnbc with the conspiratorial racist well, right.
2: uh, scott i know you want to get no just two quick go. things yeah. uh one is yes. I, back to the DNC thing. I would like to see it be, it be fair and better. Uh, but but, there's, but we no, re- there's
0: no time for changes before next year. Well, I was going to.
2: Well, I think they've already worked on the super delegates thing, and mm. it is going to be different than it was in sixteen. But I'll say, you know, going back to before it, party bosses picked their leaders anyways, and it had nothing to do with voters and primaries. And so, you know, it's it's people forget that this is not a general election, and and sometimes parties. And I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but parties influence who they want to be. Who they think is the most electable and and that's been going on since the beginning of the republic second thing is i i i understand where elizabeth warren is coming from and, and also appealing to her base like like trump does but i think she's missing a good opportunity to get out in front of yeah. uh, potential voters that might be open that are not hugely supportive of trump and might have been open to some of her things and agree to some of her things like i think you if you can get out there to fox and and get a bigger audience it, it only helps you and and I mean, yes, I, I, I get where she's coming from. I mean, but,
0: I, I but... talk to enough people on the right that Fox isn't what it used yeah. to be for them, you know. Especially I mean, if
3: I... you speak to younger, if you speak to Gen Z and millennial conservatives, yeah. Fox News is not where they get their mm-hmm. news. It's where our grandparents get their right. news. Right,
0: and, and my, my boss Dennis Miller, for a while, he uh, had a weekly spot on, on Fox News, but uh, he, pref- he doesn't actually like the overall tone of the channel, so he tends to get his news other places, so that's sort of my direct uh, contact in that area area because we'll also get calls and voicemails from people who kind of agree with him. So, um, I I know we went a little long. I'm sorry, Brianna. I'm surprised that uh, we're not getting a flashing you message. You can blame it
3: on me.
0: Yes! Yeah. Well, we're going to blame it on the baby. Sure. <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> Uh, I don't know why that seems funny it's it's just like why not well because you you can't
3: be mad at a baby and also thank you for calling it a baby I
0: have two I have two Uh, I'm mad at them sometimes (laughs) Uh, oh yes of course I see what you're saying Uh, which we definitely don't have time for that conversation (laughs) Um, but maybe next time (laughs) uh, wait you're doing doing July July. All right, so we're going to have to get you back soon I guess is what it sounds like
3: anyway uh, thanks so much Uh, Alicia where do people find you online Uh, dailywire.com and I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Ely Kraus
0: And I am Christian Butt. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at ChristianDMZ. We talked a lot about Russia today. You can find me tonight at 9pm uh, on the Chernobyl
2: After Show. <laughs> right nice. here nice idea, on right. After Buzz TV. <laughs> Chelsea, Seamless. where did you find
1: Chelsea Galicia. Tamra. Hey, Tamra. underscore.
2: And Scott. Twitter, sman 80. Look at him argue with uh, Mitch McConnell and <laughs> I want to see that. <laughs> one-sided. Line. I
4: want to see that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay, I'll do that later. Hashtag.
0: Anyway, uh, thanks again, and uh, we will uh, see everybody uh, back here Tuesday at 4 Pacific. Thanks, everyone. Bye.
4: You're tuned in to After.